Hello and welcome to the Teach On Teach Wrong podcast. <sighs> Don't know why I said it like that, but apparently we're singing now. Okay, it's a difficult time of year to podcast, as I know some of you have now broken up for the summer. But from the feedback I've received so far, it's evident you all still want episodes every week even though you're off. So your wish is my command. Now, I personally don't break up for the summer for like another month. Deep breaths. So I still have a lot of topics that are on my mind that I want to share with you. So we're just going to keep going and you can always come back to any episodes that resonate with you again in the future once you come back to school and stuff. So just favorite them or something on your podcast app and come back to them if you need to. Okay, so if you remember, a few months ago, I did do a job hunting series, and during that time, a few of you did reach out and tell me that you had taken the plunge to go for the job of your dreams, which is amazing, and I'm so happy for you. And I know a couple of you didn't get the jobs you wanted at this time around, but if you didn't get it this time, it wasn't the right time for you, or it wasn't the right job for you, but you also gained valuable experience regardless. So keep going with it because you're learning every time you go through this process. You're getting skills that are needed for the right one when it comes. Now, following on from that, today's episode is about how to get through until you can get out. That means when you've decided you want to leave your school for whatever reason, but you're in the transition stage where mentally you've probably started to check out, but physically you can't, right? It's that weird limbo stage to be in where it can be quite challenging for you. So hopefully this episode will help give you some ideas and support to know that you are not alone and you can get through this. So let's get into my top tips for how to get through until you can get out. Okay, number one, make job hunting your new part-time job. (laughs) Um, Hear me out here. If you're serious about getting out, especially if you're unhappy in your current school, you might need to take job hunting up a notch or two. And ways you can do this include taking the time to research what schools you would like to work at or what position you want to be in. I would go so far as to targeting specific schools and looking for opportunities there. I don't know what the culture is like where you live. In the UK, people don't tend to get much success from reaching out to schools with their resumes or CVs that I've experienced anyway. Normally, I would wait for an advert to come up because that's kind of the general process. But whatever works for you in your country, do that. But I personally just keep my beady eyes out for opportunities. But you have to be really clear on what it is that you want and what you're going for. So have an idea of what kind of school you want to be in, what kind of position you want to be in, what kind of environment, what is it that you want to do and start looking for schools that match that criteria or jobs that match that criteria. I would set up job alerts via email so that you get them every day. Bear in mind Adverts are not out for very long, so you do need to keep your finger on the pulse so that you don't miss good opportunities. So that's why I say make it a new part-time job. I would do this pretty much every day, just spend a little bit of time checking the jobs, just having a quick scan after I've done my thorough research, of course, of what it is I'm after, and 
something will eventually come up. Just keep your eye out and know what you're looking for. So number two, we kind of touched on this already, but I want you to think about the position you want to go into next. Is it the same position that you're in now, just at a different school? That is a lot easier because you already have experience. But what about if you're wanting to go for promotion instead? Now that's where it gets a bit more difficult because technically you are applying for a job you've never done. (laughs) Now that's fine, loads of people do that. But something to bear in mind, especially if you're a woman, I'm reading this book right now that is about women in leadership and it says that women are less likely to go for jobs if they haven't got experience in something, whereas men often just go for it even if they don't have experience. (laughs) And that's kind of what holds us back as women sometimes. We lack that confidence, I suppose, to go for it. So that can also be a barrier for you applying for jobs if you think, well, I've never done this, I can't do it when you can. (laughs) But what we need to do in that case to help boost confidence is like reverse engineer your strategy. So that means you start from the end point that you want to get to and work your way backwards. So swat up on the position that you would like. What do they do? What are their responsibilities? What skills or qualifications do you need to do that job? And then make a plan to ensure that you are qualified for that role. Now, this could take time, depending on how big your change is going to be. You might need to go on some training courses or read a lot of literature about it. That's kind of what I've been doing the last year or so. I've kind of been preparing myself for my next steps. And it has taken about a year, but I've been doing a lot of background reading and going on some training courses and things. So it can take time, depending on what you're doing. But it sometimes really helps to make sure that you're really familiar with the role and that kind of boosts your confidence as well to know that you can do it because you know all about it. Also think about what can you be doing in your current school that will give you the practice or the skills that you need for the next position. So use your time at school to your advantage. Now I know sometimes people mentally and emotionally switch off when they know they're going to leave, but I urge you not to do that. And instead, use where you are as an advantage to boost up your experience. For example, if you want to be promoted into leadership roles, maybe you want to take on a project where you are in your current school that lends itself to developing these skills to make you more equipped for your next position. If you want to go more into admin positions, then you need to look at how can you make a whole school impact? What project can you do that's going to have an impact on the whole school And the best time to do that is now so that you have something you can talk about in interviews and then you can demonstrate to yourself that you can do the job as well. And that's really key. It's not just proving it to others. As I said in the book I'm reading, I don't want to stereotype or anything, but this is kind of statistically what has been said. As women, we have that extra barrier, unfortunately, where we do lack that self-confidence sometimes so proving to yourself that you can do something is also going to give you that extra boost of confidence in interviews okay and thirdly try not to start slacking off in your current school I know you're probably so done and you're ready to leave and you don't even care anymore but that's not your kids fault they still deserve the best education that you can provide for them so keep bringing it You owe it to them and you owe it to yourself for your own integrity. What kind of teacher do you want to be? And what kind of teacher would you want and would you want your kids to have? 
And plus, it says a lot about your character to your co-workers and colleagues. I've seen examples of both in the past. I've seen examples of teachers who are leaving that really take the piss. And I'm talking, I've seen people take a sick day every single week until they left. Not doing their jobs properly. They're not grading anything. They're not doing proper lessons. They're letting kids get away with murder. And then I've seen the opposite. I've seen teachers who are leaving, but they are still bringing their A-game and giving it all they've got. And in fact, doing more than they ever did and collaborating and sharing. Guess who's the most respected and thought of more highly, right? Plus, you still want to enjoy your life every day, right? So do what you can to make your final days at that school fun and have positive memories. So there you have it. Those are my top three tips for dealing with the struggles of transitioning between jobs. I wish you all the best in your teaching journey as it goes and I'll keep you up to date with mine too because as I said I'm also starting to prepare for something new and I'm kind of going through it as well and dealing with the same struggles of self-doubt and all this kind of stuff so I'm with you if you're going through that we can do it it's all just part of the journey and the process and the personal growth so we're not alone and it will be worth it in the end. If you found value in this podcast, as always, please share it with a teacher friend, leave a review on iTunes, all that jazz. And you can always email me at katie at teachersresourceforce.com or come join us in the Facebook group in our little community. You can find all the links that I just mentioned in one place and that is teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 139 and they will all be there for you. All right, until next week, lovelies. Teach on and teach on. Bye. I thought I'd sing the exit as well.